Hello everyone, welcome to the Like the World Podcast, and I'm your host, LT World, and on this channel we talk about the things people don't like to talk about. We talk about politics, we talk about religion, and we talk about ideologies. If that sounds like something you're into, join us as we take a look at the things that drive culture. Do you really despise religious belief? I despise people whose belief in religion is so firm it justifies killing people. Inside, 39 members of the Heaven's Gate cult had taken their own lives. Once in a while I get people that really claim they don't believe in evolution. And my response generally is, oh, why not? We can't even begin to describe a living creature in anything resembling precise terms. Where do the laws of physics come from? It's, it's a question that doesn't work for me on multiple levels of analysis. Does God exist? In 1096, a massive army of Catholic soldiers under the name People's Crusade gathered around Constantinople and made their way to the capital of Nicaea, which at the time was a Muslim-dominated territory. The Crusaders tore through the Muslim territories. and European sources, there are reports of cannibalism. From Muslim sources, reports of mass slaughter and no mercy. By 1099, the Crusaders reached Jerusalem. A month of sieging followed, and thousands of Muslims and Jews alike were slaughtered by a time Crusaders broke through. Jerusalem then became the capital of the Frankish kingdom, and a Christian state was established. Likewise, there was a boy born in 1878 who was raised by an abusive and alcoholic father. Growing older, he was supposed to study religion, but found himself much more fascinated by Karl Marx and the writings of other atheists. He became politically active as a young man, joining riots and helping the rise of a socialist revolution. Eventually, this man known as Stalin became ruler and dictator of the Soviet Union, burning churches, killing millions of people, performing iconoclastic behavior to flaunt his atheistic beliefs in the face of foolish theists. All these events demonstrate the importance of belief. They demonstrate the importance of religion and atheism and how they impact culture and how sometimes the lack of belief also impacts culture. But not all this impact can be full, isn't always negative necessarily. There's a lot of good that comes. For instance, you have Martin Luther King Jr. who proclaimed, I have a dream that one day every valley shall be exalted. And every hill and mountain shall be made low. The rough places will be made plain. And the crooked places will be made straight. And the glory of the Lord shall be revealed. And all flesh shall see it together. This is our hope. This is the faith that I go back to the south with. With this faith. We will be able to hew out of the mountain of despair a stone of hope. With this faith, we will be able to transform the jangling discords of our nation into a beautiful symphony of brotherhood. With this faith, we will be able to work together, to pray together, to struggle together, to go to jail together, to stand up for freedom together, knowing that we will be free one day. There's also plenty of humanist organizations that are run by people who are atheists or agnostic at the, at the least. They are very secular people, but they strive to help cure diseases. They help protect the widows. They fight for social justice. You have some like the American Humanist Organization or the Humanist UK who sees humans' experience and happiness as the most important thing to focus on. And in a lot of ways, they're, they're doing what you might call God's work by helping people in need, by fighting for the rights of others. They are good people. So beliefs and lack of belief if in religious context has many impacts on how people behave, has impacts on how people 
relate with others and therefore has an impact on culture and how it runs and how society runs. People's fundamental religious beliefs or lead to certain people's fundamental religious beliefs or lack thereof lead to certain thought patterns, behaviors, public outworkings. They influence everything. They influence how people live their everyday lives. If it weren't for religious beliefs, the medieval church, they wouldn't have slaughtered the Muslims they they were trying to Christian, supposedly at least. But also, if it weren't for atheism, Stalin wouldn't have done what he did. He would he wouldn't have found it necessary to silence churches. He wouldn't have found it necessary to consider theism foolish. He wouldn't have found it. He would have at least felt um, some sort of presence or fear of God if he thought God was out there going to judge him for all his evil he was going to do. But he didn't fear that because he was an atheist. So he thought he was doing the world a favor by spreading his communist manifesto through violence and through power. So beliefs in the religious context or lack thereof have tremendous impact on the world and we see it throughout all of history if you look at world history there's trends of very religious people doing very crazy things because of religious beliefs you also see atheists doing crazy things because of their religious beliefs and we'll get into that other episodes this is just a little introduction of why is this important it's it's important because of these things and this is how it impacts culture now the question does arise because i mean in the introduction of this episode, I already talked about, we're going to talk about things that people don't like to talk about. One of those things being religion. One of those things being atheism. One of those things being why we do what we do. The fundamentals of life we don't really like to talk about. Or if we do talk about them, we get really angry and heated and therefore we, we shut down. But why do people get squirmish about religion? Why do schools in many ways make it difficult to, for religion to be discussed until you reach college? And, and then it, it, it's kind of up to whatever college you go and which classes you choose. Why does the existence of God get pushed aside in people's mind and, and in the public square? Why do people try to not want to talk about ideologies, not want to talk about dogmas and beliefs and atheism, religion, whether God exists? Why is this the case? And I would like to propose a few reasons. There's more than just these, but these are some of the ones that I think are most common and the biggest reasons and the biggest reasons why we don't like to talk about these things. One is that religion is very personal. What people believe and what they build their whole identities on and what they build relationships around are people who share their fundamental beliefs and are the things that they believe. And so the very fact that someone's challenging the fundamentals of what they do, the fundamentals of who they are, is an attack on identity. It's an attack on everything they built their life on and around. To change that would have to change everything. So it's honestly scary that you would have to change your entire perception so people shut down. They don't want to talk about it. They They don't want to deal with that. Most people, as I said, have friends and families who sh- share the same beliefs. And the reason why they have the friendships they have, the relationships they have, is because of these religious beliefs or lack thereof that they have. And they would, they, in a lot of cases, are people who lose friends or lose family members because they change religions or they change beliefs. I mean, I know of many cases of people becoming Christians who were either Muslim backgrounds or some very secular groups and stuff, and they had to leave their friends. Some cases they got murdered. I, a lot of times in like the Middle East or stuff like that, you'll hear of cases of Christians or Jews or people converting to another religion, and they get murdered by by people, by their fa- own families, because their families believe them to be these evil, awful people. Because if, if you read the Quran, it's, it's not very positive about people leaving their faith. I'll just put it that way. And so... There's these, there's this whole risk when it comes to changing religious beliefs. There's this whole risk of either going from Christian to atheist, atheist to Christian, from any of these things. So people don't like to debate these things because they don't want to change their lives. They don't want to lose friends. They don't want to lose family members. And since religion is so personal and since these beliefs and fundamentals are so personal, it's also easy to offend people because basically 
if people start to think that you're judging them or the moment people start to think that you're putting their whole worldview into question, they, they think you're questioning everything they ever did. They think that you're attacking their very being. They think that you're going to say that they did things wrong their entire lives, which can come across very offensive, can come across very hurtful. You're saying, I lived my life wrong this entire time? That's crazy. That's crazy. I, 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 didn't, I didn't think I was. And so a lot of times when we talk about these topics, people get offended, they get hurt, they're very sensitive because they don't want to admit that they were wrong if they were wrong. And so it's easier just not to talk about them. And then also why people are offended on that topic is because a lot of times these beliefs carry with them certain morals and people are normally shocked and horrified by other people's morals because they don't understand them. They think they're wrong. They think they're egregious. I mean, you have pro-life versus pro-choice. And I mean, with the whole, uh, as of as of recording this, like the whole thing with the Supreme Court, there's a lot of angry people going back and forth over this topic. People don't, people find it egregious what other people believe as far as morals go. I mean, many atheists are stunned by monotheistic religions that say homosexuality is sinful. And a lot of Christians or religious people find it awful that these secular people want one abortion so it's there's these just moral things that come into play that make it easy for people to get offended and not even want to talk because when you bring up morals people get really sensitive and as i said at the end of the day the biggest reason is because you're implying that they lived a lie their whole life and that's that's an attack on who they are and it can come across very offensive but another reason why people don't like to talk about these topics not just because they're personal not because just because they build their whole lives around them and to change perspective would be to change everything not even because they get take offense to it but another big reason why people don't like to talk about god or like to talk about whether he not exists and his existence and religion is because it's difficult i mean trying to actually critically understand the existence of god is difficult going through the arguments of theism versus atheism reading these books of philosophy and all that can be difficult and it's just hard to reason and sometimes this abstract logic seems so so difficult to grasp so people just avoid it because philosophy doesn't come naturally we don't teach it anymore in schools we don't i mean i at least in my public school i didn't grow up learning philosophy i didn't have a philosophy class or a religion class or a theology class or any class like that i learned mathematics i learned english i learned these things and i supposedly learned how to critically think but i never learned how to think philosophically i never studied religion and most kids coming out of high school don't know anything about it and so it's intimidating but at the end of the day it would seem that these are very important topics since it means so much to us so we need to ask these questions we need to ask the question does god exist and what does that mean for us because if god doesn't exist we need to be ready to embrace the consequences of what that may mean for our life. And if God does exist, we need to embrace the consequences of what that means. Like, if there is a God, does he speak to us? Is it, there's a God, is it one of the major religions in the world? I mean, there's so many out there. If there is a God, does that mean after I die, there's something going to come? If there isn't a God, why am I wasting my time? It, it's, it's a matter of how we live our lives. It's what drives us. So this is like one of the most important questions we could ask. Because like it or not, Everyone has fundamental ideologies. Everyone has fundamental beliefs that they're living out. And you should be asking yourself, am I living out the beliefs that are true? Am I living a life that's based on truth? Or am I living a life that's based on a lie? Am I living for a God that exists? Or am I living for a God that doesn't exist? Am I living, am I living as if there is no God when there is? Because at the end of the day, there's way too much, way too many religions out there just to say 
just a pass it by the white side. We at least should consider it and think about it a little bit longer. So let's talk about it. Let's delve into how important and why the importance of God existence. And let's also just figure out, can we even know? If, 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 can we even know if God exists or doesn't exist? Can we come to definitive answers? Is there any way? So let's delve into that and let's jump into that. Does God exist? That's a question that people have been asking for thousands, thousands of years. Here, let me give you some examples of what people have thought of, what people have said in regard to God. So I'm going to quote a psalm here, Psalm 14.1. The fool says in his heart, there is no God. So clearly coming from the Bible, which claims there is a God, um, there was this idea that you're foolish not to believe there is a God. You have people like Karl Marx who said, since only what is material is perceptible and knowable, nothing is known of the existence of God. Karl Marx wasn't, he was an atheist. And there was this whole idea of like, the only thing we can know is what's in his world. And since God is immaterial, there's nothing we can know about his existence. So there's nothing we can know. Why do we even try? I'm going to read a, um, a passage from the Quran. And if you should ask them, who has created the heavens and the earth? They would surely say they were created by the exalted in might, the knowing, referring to God. So in the Quran, obviously, it's saying at the end of the day, God is known through creation. God is obvious and is self-evident through the creation of the world. Um, and we also have something from Buddha. Um, we, we have the, this whole little story from Buddha where it says, um, he, Buddha's talking to his guy. He says, a man has been wounded. He says, suppose, uh, Malang, I don't know how to say the name properly, Malankampatra, that a man has been wounded by a poisoned arrow, and his friends and family are about to call a doctor. Wait, he says, I will not let this arrow be removed until I have learned to cast of the man who shot me. I have to know how tall he is, where his family comes from, where they live, what kind of wood and his bow is made up from, what Fletcher made his arrows. When I know these things, you can. And when I know these things, you can proceed to take the arrow out and give me an antidote for its poison. What would you think of such a man? He would be a fool, blessed one, replied Malankampatra. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Shamefacedly, his questions have nothing to do with getting the arrow out, and he would die before they were answered. Buddha was all about uh, figuring out suffering, basically finding a way to escape suffering. That suffering was all an illusion in your head, and he found the question and philosophical questions of God to be rather uh, unimportant. He didn't think that was relevant to the topic of getting rid of suffering. He didn't think that was relevant to the topic of living a peaceful life, and, and Buddha was an atheist, all things considered. So there was a lot and a lot of different thoughts from a lot, a lot of different backgrounds in regard to the existence of God and who he is and what he does and his importance. So this question has been asked, does God exist? This question has been asked for years and its implications have been carried out for years and people have been debating about it for years. So there doesn't seem to be an a definitive answer. I mean, all across the world, you'll find people who are convinced of the existence of gods and others who believe it to be utterly foolish. I mean... You have people who join cults and will commit mass suicide because they believe their leader is a prophet from God, like people from Heaven's Gate. This is video from the San Diego County Sheriff's Department. Investigators going through a rented mansion in Rancho Santa Fe after getting a tip on March 26, 1997. Hello? Yes, um, I need to uh, report uh, an anonymous tip. I received a call. Hey, Don, I've got a report that several people were found dead in a house in Rancho Santa Fe. Inside, 39 members of the Heaven's Gate cult had taken their own lives, wearing matching clothes and new Nike shoes. It was determined they mixed drugs into their food, drank alcohol, and put bags over their heads, believing a UFO trailing the Hale-Bopp comet would take them to a higher level of existence. This became the largest mass suicide on U.S. soil. 
Likewise, you have atheists like Ted Bundy who murdered several women and pursued his own happiness and hedonism because he was convinced this laurel is the only one that existed. He wanted to make the most of it, so he lived the life he wanted to live. And he expresses that through um, a very uh, a very interesting quote um, where he, he basically says that my moral philosophies had taught me that humans are no more valuable than animals, so the pleasure I get from eating a ham sandwich is no greater than the anticipation I get from raping and killing you. That was, that was what he said. So these, these fundamental beliefs, people have believed on both extremes, extreme theism, extreme atheism, whatever you want to call it. But there are billions of people who disagree and simply don't really know. They aren't 100% sure. They're agnostic or even if they are religious, they're not saying this is 100% true. There's a lot of people just asking questions like, uh, there's a lot of room for lively debate in a lot of people's mind. Not a lot, of pe- not everyone's brainwashed per se, like in a cult, and a lot of people aren't full on um, moral relativists like Ted Bundy. There's a lot of times people just aren't sure. They're asking questions. They they keep going back and forth. So we kind of already talked a little bit about this um, earlier, but let's just re- rehash out some of them and let's just go over some that we didn't talk about. Why does this all matter? Why does the existence of God matter? Like. At the end of the day, who cares? I mean, tons of religions, there's there's tons of religions and experiences out there, as I already mentioned, to, I think, just cast those aside is, people have believed this for thousands of years, as, as you see with the Bible, as you see with the Quran, as you see with Buddha, the, I mean, not Buddha, as you see with, like, uh, Hinduism and these other religions, people have believed in the existence of God for years, and for thousands and thousands of years. And there's people, billions and billions of people around the world who believe in God. To just simply cast that to the wayside and say, ah, it's just some sort of weird phenomenon evolution has created or some um, weird thing. Or on the flip side, there's millions and millions of atheists out there and there's a lot of lively debate about that. Just to cast these things to the side with, such, with how prevalent they are, I think is rather foolish. It's rather, um, rather quick and hasty to come to these conclusions. And unlike what the Buddha suggested, as if I... And willing to challenge the Buddha, who had no real interest in searching into the existence of God, um, to understand God may be the very answer to suffering. He simply cast it to the side. He didn't think it was relevant, but it might be one of the most relevant questions to ask. If God created us and he knows the key to ending our suffering, well, we probably should at least look into the existence of God. So it's not completely irrelevant. It's not like who shot the arrow when the arrow is lodged into your chest. It's more like the poison in the arrow or like the arrow itself. It, that is the arrow. <laughs> so it could be. Um, so it's at least important to ask that question. Um, does God exist? Is, does he have the answers to these problems and these questions we raise? If he does exist, does he expect us to behave certain ways? If he doesn't exist, why are we wasting your time? I already mentioned that. Um, and a lot of times we live our life thinking we have a purpose or we live our life feeling like there's a purpose or we should create a purpose at least like existentialism says. So we should at least be we should at least be exploring these things because we constantly ask them. It's constantly prevalent. We're surrounded by it. We should at least understand it to a certain extent. Um, and besides, God's existence changes everything. It changes everything when it comes to how people behave, as we already shown. It, it impacts behavior. It impacts how people live out their lives. And since it has such a great impact on how we live, we should again see if we're living out the truth. See if this actually is something. That we're, we're living by fake ideologies, false ideologies, living out um, atheists or religious beliefs that are wrong. We should be asking, are we? We should be serious about living out the truth because that's what's healthy for us. Because that's what might help us in the long run. 
Um, we must have good evidence to live the lives we live the way we do. We should have good evidence to do what we do. And that starts with asking, does God exist? And so that's why it's important. And that's why we should, we should be asking these questions. But can we know? I already talked about this a little bit earlier and hinted at it, but now let's dive into that. Can we know? I mean, it's often said, you can, you cannot prove or disprove God. So who cares? Like if, if you can't prove God's existence, if you can't, say definitively that God exists or doesn't exist. And as we see already, as I, as I demonstrated, there's tons of religions out there, billions and billions of people who believe tons of different things. So there doesn't seem to be a definitive answer. It's not like gravity where everyone accepts the law of gravity to be some sort of reality. I mean, maybe there's a handful of people who might not, but by and large, everyone accepts the fact that the law of gravity is what it is, 9.8 meters per second. So why is the religion the same? And some people say we should, why does it matter? We, we will never know if God exists or not. So why even try? But just because something can't be proven necessarily 100% doesn't mean we shouldn't look at it. I mean, we don't really live that way in a lot of ways. So like when it comes to history, there's a lot of things we don't know 100%. We have good evidence to believe one way or the other, but we can't say definitively. But yet we don't toss out all of history because we can't know definitively what happened. When it comes down to existence itself, a lot of people will acknowledge the fact that we can't know for sure if we're living in some sort of virtual reality, some sort of matrix system. We can't know for sure if we're in some dream we're going to wake up from. We don't know these things. We don't know. We don't have 100% assurance, but we have good evidence that this world exists. We have good evidence that we are in this world and reality right now. So we live as if we are. So to actually say that we need 100% proof for either atheism or theism, I think is hypocritical because we don't do that for everything that we put a lot of uh, basis on and live our lives on. And secondly, it doesn't mean that we can't see which one makes the most sense. I mean, I believe I exist because of the evidence that's before me. I believe this world is real because of the evidence that is before me. And there's no other evidence to say otherwise. So likewise, there's is there more evidence for God or more evidence against God? And whichever one has the most evidence, we should live our lives that way and walk it out in belief and faith or whatever you want to call it. So which one appears more plausible? We may not have 100% proof, but we should at least ask which one's more plausible and live our lives out that way. And besides, at the end of the day, this is what's going to drive us. This is what's going to lead our, lead our lives. And so what is the healthiest for us? What will lead to a healthier lifestyle? What will lead to truth? Um, and this is what leads us down this road of solid logic and philosophy. To understand these questions, there are means to do so. I, again, a lot of people didn't grow up learning philosophy. A lot of people didn't grow up in school and were taught religion. So this is something that... We're going to need to take some time to understand. And I mean, I did a poll on my Instagram, actually. And a lot of people said they're not familiar with the arguments for or against God. Or they're semi-sure. They're not really sure. Only a handful of people said, yeah, I, I think I understand them pretty well. So we need to use some solid logic and philosophy. And we'll jump into those. We're going to dive into those these upcoming episodes and start to understand the background. We're going to understand a little bit of the background of atheism and theism like we did on some my last season. We're going to look at a little history. And then we're going to dive into the arguments. We're going to understand them. We're going to get to know them better. Um, because this is what's going to, this is what's going to help us become better people. This is what's going to help us live out the truth, if you will. So, yeah. So join me as we embark on this journey to ask the question, does God exist? Let's understand the history, the background culture leading to this moment to give us better context. And then let's hash out these arguments and see some of the best people talk about God, talk about these things. And let's present them to the forefront and critically 
analyze them and understand for ourselves what makes more sense. Does God exist or doesn't exist? That is the question. Join me on this journey on these upcoming episodes. <laughs> so, friends, I mean, eventually, if, as you come to understand the world better, you're going to like the world. So, uh, as of now, do your best, man. Friends, go out there and light the world. If you would like to learn more about how to light the world, subscribe to whatever podcast platform you're listening to and follow along because we would love to have you and we continue to cover topics like this down the road and you can grow in your understanding and in your knowledge of these different important topics that we deal with every day. You can also follow me on Instagram and Twitter. On these outlets, I ask questions, I run pools, people can DM me and I'm going to do some more special content on there anyway. So definitely follow along there and join the Like the World community. And you can also subscribe to my YouTube channel if you like video content and I post some extra videos on there occasionally. So follow along, join the community, and we're going to have a good time learning more about the important topics of life.